the reason it's adventures with spirit and now leading into spiritual evolution is because we, Jessica and myself, we are that. We are all about evolution, the adventure of it, the leap of faith, and the work that goes into it, Mm -hmm. and the courage that goes into it, and the joy that comes out of completing that hero's journey Mm. in a successful way, no matter the level of the success, because we could fail on that hero's journey, but we've attempted it. And mm-hmm. therein really does lie the evolution. So Jessica, you want to talk a little bit about just some simple, let's put a framework around the world's spiritual evolution. I think at its most basic, it's this idea of transformation. Mm-hmm. You're starting at a point. It's not ever a straight line, but you're starting at a point and you're going on this adventure and it's an adventure of transformation. When you have a new opportunity, how do you know whether to say yes or no? I'm Andrea Neville, and I've been taught by spirit that when a new opportunity presents itself, I was guided there. And I'm Jessica Paschke, and I firmly believe that everyone is intuitive. Everyone. In this podcast, we share spiritual adventures. And we invite you to share yours as well. You can submit your experiences or questions to adventureswithspirit.com. We will give you specific tools and practices so you can navigate your journey with more confidence. If you find the answers helpful, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you ready to be adventurous? Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures with with Spirit. Spirit. Hey, everybody. Welcome in today. We're happy to be speaking with you. Hello. Hello. It's nice to be here. In our last episode, we were sharing the story of kind of the unfolding of season three and how that arc all came together with the cards. So here we are jumping into the cards today, which Mm. begins our story for the season. So let me just say, I'm going to turn it to Jessica, the tarot expert, (laughs) but I'm just going to give everybody a little giggle with you. Our first card for this episode, for the whole season is the fool. (laughs) Take it away, Jessica. (laughs) I love that card. So just very briefly, just to touch base so you have a little bit of context. When we decided to plan Adventures with Spirit, we thought the theme for this season was going to be spirituality in real life. And, And what it ended up evolving into was spiritual evolution in real life. And so then we asked the cards, can you tell us more about this evolution? What What is spiritual evolution? Tell us more. And the very first card that we drew was the fool. And I love the fool. So traditionally, this card is a person standing at the edge of a cliff, looking out over a chasm. And sometimes you'll see, you know, in the traditional stuff, mountains all around them. They may have a dog next to their side as their faithful companion, um, or even like a, a long stick with like cloth tied to it or a backpack or something, right? And there's really this feeling of travel, of beginning a journey of just starting out and a, and a level of optimism too. The card is full of sun, full of light, and just this excitement that surrounds it. And so we're looking at this new beginning in a very positive way. However, and <laughs> the card is really talking about taking a leap of faith. 
in order to start any journey, you have to take the first step. You have to begin the adventure. And once you begin this adventure, it's not about leaving everything behind you. Not at all. It's really about taking the essence of who you are, what you've learned, and you're bringing it forward with you on this new adventure. And that's where that backpack comes in, right? It's not a huge suitcase. It's a backpack. And you're bringing it forward into this new evolutionary period, into this adventure. It's perfect because that's what Adventures with Spirit is. And that's also what spiritual evolution is. So we're very excited about the arc of these cards. And the fool, I always think, just in my experience from archetypes and literature, I always think of the joy and the entertainment mm-hmm. and the person who keeps showing up again and again, no matter how they're treated sometimes, if you think Correct. about literature. So let's look at spiritual evolution for a second. There's not one hot definition for spiritual evolution. It's a broader conversation. And really, let me tell you, this season, everybody, it is a conversation. It's not, this is this, and this is what it means, is this is what you do. We're really going to be asking you to allow for your own self-discovery and give it expansive consideration. Mm, I like that. The reason it's adventures with spirit and now leading into spiritual evolution is because we, Jessica and myself, we are that. We are all about evolution, the adventure of it, the leap of faith, and the work that goes into it, Mm -hmm. and the courage that goes into it, and the joy that comes out of completing that hero's journey. In a successful way, no matter the level of the success, because we could fail on that hero's journey, but we've attempted it. And Mm -hmm. therein really does lie the evolution. So, Jessica, you want to talk a little bit about just some simple, let's put a framework around the world's spiritual evolution. I think at its most basic, it's this idea of transformation. Mm. You're starting at a point, and I mean, it's not ever a straight line, but you're starting at a point and you're going on this adventure. And it's an adventure of transformation. Who you are when you start is different than who you are when you reach the end of that cycle. And and we uh, we evolve constantly. We have cycles of evolution constantly throughout our lives. So it's not like a I'm going to do this spiritual evolution thing one time. I wish. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) It seems like the breaks in between cycles get shorter and shorter for me. I don't know if you feel that way, <laughs> you know? but it um, it's this transformation that happens. And I love that you brought up this idea of the hero's journey because it talks about, it gives it more depth. Don't you think like it's not something where if you just meditate enough and you just stay high vibe enough and you just do this and you just do that, it really speaks to this idea of taking who you are and moving out into the world. No, oh, what does that look like? You know? It's in the shadows. Mm. It's in it's in the struggle. Mm-hmm. It's in the fears. And in the overcoming, the achievement of that, you know, mm-hmm. of even just showing up for it again. Wonderful if you're able to move the needle, so to speak. But just the fact that you showed up and you said, yes, like good for you. That in itself 
is evolution. I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, which I could have stayed there all day, looking at different things that different theorists have said about evolution and the contrast between biological evolution and spiritual evolution. Um, There's lots of books that which I have not read, but I think I'm going to go check some of them out. And they're old. Some of them are written, right? 1700s, 1800s. This is a conversation that's been going on for hundreds of years. If we're talking about evolution, we're talking about transformation, we can go back to the age old thing, whether it's biology or spirituality, what happens to us during our lifetime and or after our lifetime? Where is, and the different philosophies have different beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I think that that still holds true today because we're not all going to evolve and transform in the same way. It's going to be different. We're each unique. We're each on a different path. And while Andrea can talk about her periods of evolution and I can talk about my periods of evolution, and you might be able to see yourself or identify with some of those challenges and those struggles and those experiences, it's still not going to look exactly the same for you. And what we did during those periods may not be the thing that works for you. You need to find your own way, almost. You need to play and experiment. Take that energy of the fool, that playfulness, and keep it throughout, even during the challenging times. That curiosity that comes with the fool as well. And stay curious during your evolutionary process, because I think that's where you discover who you are and you discover how you work and you discover what works for you. I love the way you said that. So some benefits of spiritual evolution, right? Because listen, this is a, and it's my jam, not going to lie. I'm very happy (laughs) to talk esoteric, big philosophical concepts like that. I could sit and talk with you all day long about that. But we also have to bring that into a little bit more of a workable, understandable, usable format. So that's what we're trying to do today. So with that in mind, I'm going to narrow this. Jessica is going to narrow this. So what are some benefits? You know, why spiritual evolution? Why should I even think about that? What's the big deal? I'm just living my life. Well, good for you for living your life. That's half of it. Okay. Okay. but. Do you want to be the same person? Your answer might be yes. There's no, you know, this is this is up to you. Do you want to be the same person from the moment of your conception, right? From the moment of your life, do you always want to be the same person? Do you always want to see things the same way? Do you always want to interact in the same way? You know what? I'm going to tell a story on myself today. I am. Okay. Oh, this is an embarrassing story because I had a moment and I had to ask for forgiveness. All right. So literally this morning, (laughs) I'm out taking Leo on a walk. Got up early to get his walk in. Had a beautiful fox, speaking of the full fox, come and sit inside in front of me because, of course. And (laughs) as we're getting back home, if you don't know, Leo is a very nervous dog and I work very hard to support him. and. The people next door, the the grass cutters are coming. The lawn service is coming for next door and they're firing up the machines. And there's some kids out front waiting to go to school and they're playing 
ball and throwing it across her and bouncing. And I walk up in it and I, I had a little bit of a panic because I knew how was I going to navigate this for Leo? Okay. And if you're wondering where I'm going with this, it's evolution. <laughs> Here's the shadows. Here's the up and down of evolution. In the past, I simply would have, I managed the, the, the equipment. And listen, I taught school. I love kids. So the real me would have had a conversation with them and said, hey, listen, can you give us a second? Because they were in front of my house. Can you give us a second to get through? My dog's a little nervous, right? That's like something I normally would have said. I didn't do that today, you guys. I was in my shadow. And I just tried to hurry through. And they threw the ball. They bounced the ball right near Leo. Scared him. He screamed. He ended up under my feet. It was not a good situation. And so then, of course, I'm cussing, not at the kids, but in my head. Okay, I was cussing out loud, but not at them, <laughs> but to myself. So I'm sitting down and I'm, I don't want to calm Leo because I don't want to reinforce that behavior. So we're sitting there. I'm giving him treats, letting him settle himself. There's me and not my best way. I get inside and I thought, Andrea, I'm so disappointed in you. That was not the appropriate way to do that. And so I really wanted to go out and apologize to the kids and tell them what I should have done. But I knew that they had no idea that I had that reaction. And so they probably would have been super uncomfortable. Like, what is this crazy lady doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to make it a big deal. So I literally thought in my head, you guys, I was like, oh, my evolution just took a kick. That did just, it? It didn't because I said a prayer. I, right. I called mm -hmm. myself. I was aware. I called myself out. I said, Andrea, just like I'm saying right now, that was not the best way to handle that. And whatever was going on with you, because for me, I was anxious. I panicked. I was right. So there's lots of reasons. However, I will never repeat that situation again. And I did stop and say to spirit, I am sorry. And I said a blessing for the boys. I said, I hope you have a wonderful day, you know? And so I wanted to take care of that karmic incident right then. Now, what happens from that, everybody, is the dip down just got back on level ground. So it's that easy. So it's not, do you have to be walking around every single second, worried about every single moment you think impacting your spiritual evolution? Uh, no and yes. I think the ultimate goal of spiritual evolution is this spiral of learning that we do. So we're exposed to something at the beginning and we respond or react in one way. But as we grow and we evolve and we learn and we are aware, there's that level of awareness and that intention to do something, do things differently, do things in a way that's for the highest and best of all involved. We create this beautiful spiral that happens. And then we're looking down in that pinpoint, the base of the spiral could still be there, but how we're responding, reacting, our perspective on that, our belief about that changes and evolves and shifts. And, and I think that's the ultimate goal. It's not about blocking out the human experience or blocking out those things that are hard. It's about getting a new perspective on that, coming from a higher viewpoint on that, and then being able to shift into the way that your intention wanted you to be, like you did. You came in, you had that awareness that that was not the way that you wanted to be moving through the world. You took a minute, you reset, you shifted, you learned, 
knowledge, wisdom. Ah, not going to do it that way again. Next time I'm going to do it this way. And then you let it go in a state of non-judgment and you moved forward. And that's the ultimate goal of spiritual evolution is self-compassion and non-judgment. Absolutely. And it was also shocking because it was completely out of character for me. Right. But you learned something. Something mm -hmm. something came from it. It's okay. Right. Exactly. Whatever I needed, I needed to, I'm sure I needed to uh, realize that my perspective was a little skewed in general when it comes to my baby Leo. Right? So <laughs> that's okay. How do you start a spiritual evolution? You know, again, not uh, a pat answer. I think the opportunities come to you, even maybe your desire to want to learn more, understand more, that comes to you. That's that's a start. And you can make it not even spiritual. You can just think of it as maybe improving yourself, bettering yourself, finding the best version of yourself. There's a lot of ways that we can say this. But either way, no matter what you're doing or how you're framing it, you're going to take a leap of faith. Yeah. That's going to be the connection. I agree. You know, they say, oh, the first step's the hardest. I maybe, but gathering the courage to to start it is challenging. 100 percent. 100 percent. So when you say leap of faith, though, Andrea, what do you mean by leap of faith for you? Like, how is that defined for you? So I am going to walk into something for me. That's just in my mind how it feels like I'm going to walk into something that may be uncomfortable or scary or unknown. Uh And I'm going to be courageous and do it anyway. And I have no proof or information about the outcome. It's almost literally jumping and trusting (laughs) that there's going to be something underneath where I'm going to land or that I realize I can fly. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Definitely, I resonate, I think, with the fool imagery on the card where it's almost like you're standing on a cliff. And the only way forward is to step off. It's It really does sometimes feel like the bottom is falling out from under me at first. I, I'm excited. There's such potential with where it could go, whatever it is that that's evolving. There is a fear nervousness because I don't know where it's going, but I'm, I tend to be with my leaps of faith, a little bit more excited or excited enough or see the potential enough that I'm willing to take that risk and willing to step into that fear. And I think too, with any leap of faith, it requires a letting go and a release in order to really fully put your energy into that new start or that new beginning or that new journey, that new adventure. You have to let go of where you are. I've never seen someone take a leap of faith and leave one foot on the cliff and one <laughs> dangling out like a, what were those in the 80s? Those gumbies, you know, where they stretch? Yes. <laughs> Y'all aren't gumbies. We're not gumbies. It's not going to work. <laughs> you know? No, that's, that's a really good point. But I, I also find it listening to the words and I want to share, you know, so everybody, as you're thinking about yourself, Jessica gets really excited when she takes a leap of faith. I also kind of want to throw up a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, Andrea, <laughs> most of the time I'm excited, but I will say 
in the past, it depends on which leap of faith we're talking about. The most recent ones, when I am having that leap of faith, there's an excitement that I'm willing to do it, but there is a, oh shit, this is going to be <laughs> really hard for me. And I'm going to do it anyway, mm-hmm. because I want to take that leap of faith and find out what that evolution, that transformation is that will come from that leap. I just got this visual that dropped in from Spirit. And they were showing me someone standing like near a cliff, like the edge of a cliff. And all of these things are building up behind them until they're pushed off. And it got me thinking, sometimes our leaps of faith are less leapy and more pushy, where like all the lessons that we've been learning move us ahead. There is no way forward but to get pushed on the cliff, to evolve, to take the leap of faith. Exactly. You you have to in order to keep moving. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes they'll feel more like free falls and pushes rather than leaps. I agree. If you take the leap of faith and it works out. You have more courage the next time. You do. Yeah. And then you can know that whatever success that you have from that, you deserve it. You've earned it, you know, and you've earned it just by showing up and being you. That's all you have to do to deserve it and earn it. And then you get the opportunity to shine your beautiful light more brightly in the world for all of us to see. And I thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Because in the end, you are going to shine more brightly. You, Mm -hmm. You are going to know yourself better. You know? those things will inevitably happen. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you trust taking a leap of faith? I was it's just thinking of my own thing. Yep. Like, how do I know that the, the leap of faith is the, I don't want to say right, that word bothers me, but how do I mm-hmm. know the leap of faith is the leap of faith that needs to be taken? I, no, I understand. Is it this cliff I'm jumping off of or is or it is another it a one? different one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that. You know, it's about knowing yourself. And for us, I know I can speak for you here, Jessica, as well, is that we we go to our spirit team, we go to our spirit guides. Listen, the universe is dropping something on our heads or in our laps. <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> our spirit guides are putting something on repeat and mentioning it, making it happen. So we kind of have a sense that this is to have our attention and you will too. Is it for me, that's where you have to get really quiet. It's helpful to get quiet. I think I always say quiet, and that doesn't mean you have to have no chatter in your head, right? But get quiet and discern. What is your discernment? Does this leap of faith feel worth the risk? Because the risk is you're jumping into the unknown, and it may be uncomfortable for you. Or... Is this something that you're going to table for now, maybe pick up later, or maybe you're going to walk away from it? But if you walk away from it, I think, I I feel very strongly that it will, if it's really yours, it will come back to you again. You can keep saying no, you can keep walking away from it, but the opportunity will keep showing up for you. Right, right. Sometimes you'll say no to it the first time around. Mm-hmm. And then it will come back in a different form or slightly di- whatever. And you'll see that that you're like, oh, this isn't 
this is being offered to me again. Maybe mm-hmm. I want to rethink it. Maybe I'm in a better spot. Mm-hmm. I also think it really deals with what is your intention, right? What are your intentions for your life, for what you're doing? Does it support your intentions? You know, or is this just one of those wild, crazy leaps, right? You can make new intentions, but but does it support your intentions? And I also ask myself this question a lot, which for me is helpful. I don't know if it will be helpful for others, but I'm going to share it anyway. And I do this a lot when I'm feeling like that itch of evolution is coming on or that itch to change something or that itch to, or even if I'm in a space of judgment, I just pose the question, if if nothing else were to change for the rest of my life, and I was in this moment for the rest of my life, just like this, like life looked just like this, would I be okay with that? And sometimes it settles it down and I don't feel the need to take as big of a jump or maybe it's just more of a shift in alignment rather than a leap. And sometimes I'm like, no, it's it's gotta be a leap. Th- things mm-hmm. have to change. If this is what it's gonna look like forever, things have to change. I remember, I remember when I was in my 20s and I was dating different people and trying to figure out who's a good partner for me and how I want to show up in relationships and what kind of a relationship I want to have and doing it poorly on all accounts. Um, I remember waking up one day and thinking to myself, if if this, if if I kept doing this, right, and I was in my mid-20s, if I kept doing this over and over, if this is what kept happening, it, would I be okay with that for the rest of my life? And it was a resounding no, just whether it was clear cognitively or, or whatever, it was a resounding no. And then I sat there and I was like, all right, so then what has to change? What has to shift? If this isn't okay, and I didn't even know what I wanted, if this isn't okay, what has to shift and change to move into something that is different, is for my highest and best. And this is all before I really would say that I would recognize intuition. Okay, this is pre, pre-spirit journey world. And, and then I remember committing to that, like feeling it sit into my bones. Like, I don't know where I'm going. I know I don't want this. I know things have to change. And I felt myself opening up to that possibility. And shortly thereafter, I actually met my husband, the person who I would end up marrying. And that was not a smooth road initially. He'll be the first to say that. I was living on the East Coast. He was living in Alaska. And I actually had to leave. Mm, I actually chose. I didn't have to. Spirit correction. I actually chose to leave what I was doing, where I was living, to join him. He was moving to Puerto Rico, which made it a really easier decision, honestly. (laughs) It wasn't like he was moving me someplace horrible. (laughs) But... But that was my leap. It was almost as if the universe was saying, you want something different. How committed are you to different? And I wasn't sure. We weren't married. We weren't whatever. I I let go of everything. I released everything. And I took a leap of faith because I knew what I was doing wasn't working. And something needed to change. But I didn't know what it was. I didn't whatever. And I took a leap and I left everything behind. And it has worked out beautifully, I like to think. Not without its challenges. <laughs> but Let's isn't that him. kind of... Right? <laughs> Maybe not today. No, I'm kidding. But No, you're not. <laughs> it's the patience of a saint. But but I think that there's all through that, it was like when I thought that evolutionary process had started, it really didn't start till I took the leap. 
Mm-hmm. It was that that pre-transition period where I, the universe really says, do you really want this? Like you said you wanted it. Do you want it? Well, here's this leap. You're going to have to jump. And then when I jumped, it was like, it took off from there. Mm-hmm. But don't you think like, I was just, there's this back and forth that happens just a smidge before you take that leap. There yeah. is. And, and I'm thinking about, it, you know, leaps of faith. You and I tend to take big ones. <laughs> We do. It's just my personality. Just, <laughs> but there are little ones that we take all the time. All the time. You yeah, know, they changing, don't have to be drastic. Yeah, changing a job, moving locations. I mean, even saying that, Jessica, I mean, there are little leaps of faith we take all the time. And it's what moves us through our life. So when we start doing that, I think part of the key to it is when we do it with intention and that yes to evolution and transformation Mm. it changes it from the idea of i'm living my life as this is what i'm doing next to oh i'm ready for the new version of me Mm -hmm. whatever that is yes how i show up in the world what i'm doing whatever that is Mm -hmm. and you don't have to know what that is when you take the leap either you don't you sort of discover it right you discover it as you go Within this transformation, y'all, within this cycle, within that, after that initial leap, you have, like Andrea says, all these little baby leaps that have to happen to keep you moving through the evolution process. That's Mm -hmm. not going to be your only leap of faith. It's just the first one (laughs) Mm -hmm. and probably the bigger one, right? The other ones are maybe not as. Right. I do think you build, you build, you build an (laughs) intensity um, and life is never boring. No, (laughs) no. When you're transforming and evolving and it's not always comfortable, but it's lovely when you can sit back and accept the success that you deserve. And what I mean by that is not success outward, but inward success. Like I did that. Yeah. I did that. Nobody else has to know that you did that, but that's a success story. So it's, it's a beautiful story that you weave through your entire life. Mm. And and don't you think that often one leap of faith acts as a catalyst for others? Oh, sure. Where you don't even think they're going to be connected. And then all of a sudden, it just sort and, you of know, launches. And if you say why, let me take this back and say, why are we talking about spiritual evolution when we're in body? Because you're also your yourself, who you are, is evolving that is helping your soul evolve. And then when you leave this earth and you return back to the spirit realm, you continue the evolution, but your evolution, you you return in a different level, right? You've transformed here because in the spirit dimension, it's a bit easier. So they're not the I same opportunities. <laughs> not the same opportunities. <laughs> That we have here to get nitty gritty and push ourselves in the same way. Mm. So, you know, in my mind, whenever I kind of am tired and I'm like, oh, this is really hard and I want to hide under the covers, I always think no, because when I walk back in to my home in the spirit realm, I want to walk back in with some more creds. Yeah. So that learning. I can go on. To, yeah. Mm. I want to go into the next thing. Yeah. Creds for me is right in my learning, my credentials, my CV. Because then I get to continue on. My soul continues to evolve. And that's what I want. I don't want to be stagnant. When you're doing a leap of faith, 
either pondering it or you've done it and now you're moving forward. What do you use to like navigate that initially? Is it your intuition? Is it your inner voice? Is there a technique mm-hmm. that you use? Mindfulness or change, you know, reframing or Jessica, you're going to love this answer because it's your love language. Um, (laughs) I don't normally say this, but when I realize something's coming up, when I become aware of it, so you can say, right, my intuition, my inner voice, I become aware of it. I sit down and I grab my journal. Mm, That is my love language. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I work, you know, I will write down what I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. receiving. I will write down how I feel about it. I will write down what scares me about it. I will check in with my guides and then I connect, right? And I have a conversation with my guides and I I see not what the outcome is, because that's not it, but what is the goal? Like why is my spirit and myself being called to this right now. Now, do I do this with every single one? Absolutely not. Not like in a perfect smart. world. <laughs> yeah. I do this with the really big ones that are going to rattle me to my core. Mm-hmm. And even though I have this information in front of me, call it a rough outline, remember, because it's not the details, then I spend the entire time focusing on trusting myself because I'm the one who has to show up and do the work. I trust myself to be courageous and persistent and continue on no matter how many times I want to get on my knees and cry uncle. And if you can tell by the examples I'm using, I've been on my knees for a couple years now, but I am not crying, uncle. I think for me, it's about leaving space to imagine the possibilities. It's almost like trying on different clothes, different, like, where could this go? What could this look like? Not because I'm going to anchor into one visual of it. But when I open myself up to the possible change of coming through, what could come from this? What adventure could ensue? It's like when you open a book and you're just starting and you're in the very first part of the very first chapter and you're like, oh, this is going to be really interesting. (laughs) I wonder where it's going to go. I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder. I wonder. Right. I try to stay in that. I wonder, especially when it's a forced leap of change. A leap of change, total flub, but mean it. Like, no, perfect. <laughs> it's a leap of change. That's yeah. a leap of faith. And, and when yeah. they're not maybe things that I would have chosen, it really helps me to move into the space of possibility mm. and the space of wonder and the space of curiosity. And so while it's not a specific tool, it's just an intention to leave space for that. And then sometimes that will include journaling or that will include drawing cards, not like you said, to find out what it's going to be, but, but what is the energy around it? You know, what's, what, what, what do I need to to see in this moment? Um, really just being present. Do you think that we are in those moments strengthening or shoring up our ability to trust? 100%. Yeah, me too. We're listening to you talking, mm-hmm. going, that's what we're doing. So 100%. it's the trust. The trust in ourselves, the trust in the universe, trust in our spirit team, the trust in 
really, I think the way we are going to navigate, when I mean we, I mean everyone that's listening, everyone that's alive in this conversation, the way we navigate our world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is exciting. It is. It's exciting. <laughs> so listen, here's a little, let's talk about some tips, just some tips that you can take. We, we've mentioned them, but in season two, episode 28, we did a podcast on your inner voice called a guide to hearing and trusting your intuition. And I heard Jessica and myself start off with that many times in this conversation. Mm. So if you're, if you're hearing that and going, well, I don't know how to trust my intuition. I don't know to how to, it, well, what it's, it's practice, but go listen to that episode and then allow yourself some grace to build those muscles. Because mm-hmm. trust isn't something that happens overnight. It takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't think we magically just trusted. No. <laughs> we took leaps of faith. <laughs> we we hoped it would work out, yeah. but we weren't sure. And also, and also, um, we had done it enough that the trust was there. We had done it enough that the, so remember, trust, don't beat yourself up. Trust takes time. It's not instant. Mm-hmm. We would love, love, love to have you hop on over to Facebook and Instagram and share your favorite takeaways, yeah, uh, posts, reels, whatever, and tag us so we can join the conversation in your space as well. We would love to hear about your leaps of faith. About oh, I really you know, would. I know. I, I think that's, I love a good leap of faith story. So tag us. Let us know. Yeah, I, I want to hear them. Yeah. At Adventures with Spirit Official is our is our tag we would love to hear him we would love to see your evolutions your leaps of faith um and submit your questions to us as well yeah at adventure at hello at adventureswithspirit.com and listen y'all have a fabulous day and enjoy your adventure thanks for being a part of today's adventures with spirit subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to subscribe to our newsletter, submit a question, check out classes, and schedule your own personal reading with us. Follow us on Instagram at Adventures with Spirit Official for more inspiring content. Until next time, let spirit guide your adventure. <laughs>